The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Okay, in today's episode, we're going to replay one of this podcast's first episodes, which most of you probably haven't heard yet since it was published early on in the life of this show. I was fortunate enough to sit down with Jordan Cooney, who is both one of this podcast sponsors and a world-renowned expert in SEO and driving organic growth. Jordan Cooney is the general manager of the U.S. market at Searchmetrics, and in this episode, he's going to walk us through his background, his role at Searchmetrics, and his keys to creating an effective organic growth strategy. Here's part one of our interview with Jordan Cooney. Jordan, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me, and I'm excited to share, and hopefully everyone takes away something from this. Great. So let's start off by talking about what your company does and what your role is at the company. Oh, wow. Big questions. So Searchmetrics is a SEO platform predominantly used for organic search. And we are a data aggregator as well. So we have this unique positioning where we collect Google data and then we allow brands and companies to leverage that data to make decisions on how to improve their search presence. And that is at the core of what our business model is about is not just showcasing data and providing data through our platform and recommendations, but also helping companies grow and expand their search, uh, predominantly Google presence. So the people that are listening to this podcast, we break up into two groups. There's our marketing experts and our marketing novices. For the marketing novices, when Jordan talks about SEO, that stands for search engine optimization. And really what, if I had to distill that down, is whenever you have a web property, a web page, all the content that's on those pages, Google crawls and then decides how they should be ranked. And the higher ranking pages are shown higher in the listing. So when you search for a specific term, the better content you have on your page, the more likely it is to show up in search results. And Jordan's company helps large companies, enterprise level companies, get their content to the top of Google search results. Did I get that right, Jordan? That is correct. Okay. You got it right. So tell me about your role at the company. What do you do? Yeah, so I am the general manager of Searchmetrics Inc. I specify the Inc. because we are, although a small company, a global company, we originated in Berlin, Germany, where we still have just over 200 employees. And we expanded to the US market about six years ago. 
And in the US, we have about 40 employees, predominantly in sales, marketing, and services. And my responsibility is to help lead this team to expand and grow here in the U.S. market. So you were essentially the head of the U.S. organization to help people figure out how to get their content up to the top of Google's pages. That is correct. Yes. (laughs) So walk us through your career path. What led you to being essentially the head honcho at one of the largest search SaaS companies in the world? It actually originated in uh, kind of a pet project or an entrepreneurial project where I built a online Spanish bookstore. It was called mylibros.com. And mylibro was born out of the idea that there is a way for me to use my language skills in Spanish, as well as identify a way to capture some market share in this growing Spanish-speaking population in the U.S., So I wrote a business plan, developed all these things, launched the website. And about one year into the website, I realized that I wasn't selling any Spanish books to Spanish speakers. I was selling Spanish books to moms in suburbs who wanted their kids to learn Spanish. So it was a pretty interesting both business and SEO experience. On the SEO side, what I was able to do was actually outrank Amazon for nearly every single Spanish keyword that was out there. So the titles of the books, libros en español, Spanish books. And the reality was that people were starting to take note and they were recognizing like, how is this random guy in St. Louis, Missouri with a Spanish bookstore outranking Amazon? And back then, Amazon really only sold books. So <laughs> it was very different than what Amazon is today. And that's kind of what got me into the industry and generated notoriety for what I was doing in SEO. And and quite frankly, I really didn't know all the ins and outs of SEO at that time, but that's what broke me into that space. Uh, From there, I went to work for a collection of startups. I had the opportunity to work on a couple of big brands, including Answers.com. And then eventually I got to eBay. And that's where we met Ben. And I had this opportunity to go and work on the SEO team at eBay and eventually lead the SEO organization at eBay for a few years. And that was really where I cut my teeth both in the idea of what does it take to do enterprise-level SEO, but also be a leader in search and how to lead search across an organization, partnering with development and IT and content teams and analytics to really generate the momentum necessary at a large scale to grow your presence, traffic, and ultimately revenue for the business. So you started off in an entrepreneurial role and worked your way all the way through working at a large e-commerce company, managing search engine optimization and content development. And now you're essentially helping other companies do the same thing that you've done for eBay. Correct. Yeah. So talk to me about search metrics and what are the products that the company sells and how do you help people grow their organic channels? So our product really breaks up into two different sections. We have what is our research area, which is a collection of data. It is predominantly driven by keyword rankings across a bunch of different countries and allows you to analyze your competitors, analyze your own performance over time. And this is at the backbone of how we understand and really inform businesses and brands about what's happening in Google. So that's the research section. And then also we have what is called the project section, 
The project section is really much more of a technical analysis and reporting function. So you can analyze your site, you can analyze a competitor site, you can kind of do deep dives and kind of really efficient in terms of what could be the technical problem. And then you can also build reports to track certain projects or efforts that you're investing in. So those are the two core SEO sections or products that we offer in the market. And then the last one is content experience, which is probably the most exciting. It is also the newest. And the content experience platform is a workflow that allows you to leverage a lot of this exact same data, but understand how it can be used on a piece of content. So how can I take search insights and search data points to better understand how I can outperform and what are the criteria that I need to meet to outperform. And then we put users into an editor that allows them to monitor their progress as they're creating the content. So that is our newest product and a very important tool for very competitive and cutthroat industries where you need to truly understand what it is that will differentiate you from your core competitors. So just to distill that down, essentially, there is an SEO component of your software that allows people interested in driving organic growth to understand what's happening in the market because you have rich data for all Google search terms. You can then do your research and take that over and create projects to implement changes to your website. And that's all sort of part of the SEO suite. And then there is a separate part of software where you can create content and see how that will rank as you're creating the content. And that's your content experience. Exactly. Okay. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Talk to me about how that set of products differentiates you from your competition. There's obviously a host of SEO tools out there. What's the difference between cobbling together a toolkit and having a enterprise level software to sort of do everything in one place? 
That's an interesting question. You know, the SEO industry as a whole is fragmented in a variety of different ways, including even in much of the strategy or implementation that the different practitioners may use. I say that one of the tarnishes on the SEO industry that exists is that many individuals see it as a bit of a black hole and they see it as an investment that doesn't really necessarily yield a correlated result. And in my opinion, and in our opinion also at Search Metrics, it is a byproduct of not having the right data in front of you to make good decisions. So a lot of people in the SEO industry will work off of experience. They'll say, oh, this worked over here. It must work if I try it again. And that's not always the case. Google is a living and breathing, changing environment and ecosystem. And if you're not adapting and changing at the same pace, you can guarantee that Google will find a way to ensure that its customers, its users are finding what they need. So to go back and answer your question more directly, the reality is that the greatest value and the greatest benefit that organizations get out of using our platform versus say using a collection of data or a collection of tools is that we quite frankly believe that in our data exists knowledge and that knowledge yields results. We have not only the largest, but the most accurate and consistent set of data that exists in the marketplace. And for that reason, we can provide organizations with a higher degree of credibility when they go in and make decisions to improve their organic presence. So you bring up an interesting point that Google is sort of a growing environment. The rules change the longer you play the game, and they basically prioritize specific types of content and specific variables over time to make their platform resonate better and to make sure that it drives more revenue to their company. On the flip side, there are some best practices for people that are starting out producing content and organic growth that seem to be pretty simplified. So can you give us a little background on some of the priority variables? If somebody is starting off and they're focusing on content creation, either a new property or they're sort of starting organic search as a marketing channel from scratch, what are the main things that they need to consider? Yeah, so great question, Ben. Uh, The reality is it starts with first and foremost having a quality piece of content, a quality source of information or experience that consumers want to find online. You got to start there, right? Once you have something that is differentiated in the marketplace, the next most important element is accessibility. It has to be something that consumers can access. You'll often hear Google talk about certain accessibility topics, like say, site speed. How fast is your site? And the speed of your site is really just a byproduct of accessibility. The faster it is, guess what? The easier it is for consumers and users to get it. And that's why Google makes such a big stink about speed, because it is one of the most important accessibility factors. And then the last piece has a variety of different names, but I'll call it for this conversation, recognition or awareness. And that is, by nature, what the SEO industry would call backlinks. Ultimately, what you're trying to do there is you're growing your presence online by being recognized by other websites. And when your recognition on other websites is captured by Google, you're inherently 
going to perform better and higher. Just to give you guys a quick example, that's actually how my Libros became so successful. My father, he is a teacher, and he advised me to go out and apply at all the school districts in the country to become an authorized vendor of the school district and sell the school district's Spanish books. When I did that, what I realized was that some districts would send me a giant list of all the contacts at the school. Because I became an approved vendor, I had access to do outreach or communicate or share my products or discounts with the administrators and the teachers that were in that district. Obviously, because I wasn't very aware, I didn't like do email blasts or any of these things. I was learning to be an SEO person at the time. So what did I do? I contacted the webmaster at many of these school districts. I told them to add a web page about my Libros on that site. If you're in SEO, you'll know this. If you're not, it'll be an interesting thing for you to come to realize. These sites were all .edu's, so they're all educational websites. And .edu websites had a higher authority than just a common .com. So overnight, as I was doing this, unbeknownst to me, what I was leveraging was very high authority, very important, recognized websites on the internet, and getting links back to my Libros website. That's kind of how I gained a lot of recognition and grew that business. So remind me again the three important aspects. First and foremost, it starts off by providing a quality piece of content or some quality experience. Basically unique content, something that's well-written, that's differentiated, that hasn't been written on the internet before. Correct. Okay. Number two? Accessibility. Google has to be able to access this content, know that the content exists, is aware of the content, there's a huge checklist of things that you have to do around that. Right. And just to add a little bit of color, when you say accessibility, you mentioned site speed before, but it's also having a website that's mobily responsive, shows up well on a smartphone. I would probably bucket how your site structure is in this category. It's like, do your pages map internally? So does the content you're creating have a logical way that filters up to a main priority topic? That is also correct. Structure... Even just, you know, for folks that are starting off setting up Google Search Console, which is a free tool provided by Google so that you can share your content with Google. That's one of the first steps. Okay. And then the third step was? Awareness. So generating recognition by being published or shared across other sites. All right. So it's about having unique, interesting content. You have to start with a good product. It has to be accessible so people can actually view the content when it's there. And other people have to give a signal to say that the content is interesting. That's sort of the SEO 101. Okay, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Searchmetrics or if you'd like a walkthrough of their product, head over to searchmetrics.com, S-E-A-R-C-H-M-E-T-R-I-C-S.com. If you'd like to hear the second part of our interview with Jordan Cooney, or if you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app. We'd also love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you ever have any questions, or if you'd like to read the transcript of this podcast or any of our other episodes, you can go to martechpod.com, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D.com. Okay, that's it for today. Tomorrow, we're going to republish the second part of our interview with Jordan Cooney. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, an I Hear Everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.